I got to I got to give you a quick funny story. When I came to America, I was in uh, New Hampshire, and a friend of mine. We were like, "Hey, we should go to Toronto for the weekend." So we were in New Hampshire. Yeah. We're from the UK. We look at the map and we say, "Oh, it's it's here." Let's just go from here. We'll drive to Toronto. We drive here. We go up, get to Buffalo. We go, oh, okay, great. Let's do it. It's a long drive. Yeah. So, yeah. 11 hours later, <laughs> we arrive in Toronto because this is before you had it on your phone, right? We just, you know, just had the map, you know, it was like, oh, yeah. So that was a, that was an interesting trip. Yeah. Welcome to Passports and Postcards, where we discuss everything travel. From cultural inspirations to exciting destinations and everything in between. With your host, Randall McKeown. I would like to welcome to the podcast today, Steve Hetherington. Steve is CEO of the Carolina Experience, luxury vacation rental company, who have beautiful experience-based properties around the Carolinas. Steve is an entrepreneur. Today, Steve and I will discuss the perfect trip to North Carolina, from the mountains to the coast. Welcome to the show, Steve. How are you? I'm great, Randall. How are you? I'm doing fine today. Great, yeah. Now, Steve, can you tell us, our listeners, a little bit about yourself and where you're joining us from today? Yeah, so, well, I'm joining you today from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm originally from Wales in the UK. So I've been in the US since 2003. And I came to North Carolina in 2009. So I've been, uh, yeah, been in been in North Carolina for quite a while. Been in a couple of different places, Durham, Raleigh, but now I reside in in beautiful Charlotte. So, yeah. it must have been interesting coming from England. I've been to England, a beautiful country. I'm surprised how many people fit on that piece of land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty cramped place. Well, I'm from Wales too, so we we actually. Yeah, we have more sheep than people. <laughs> it's it's crammed, but it's really warm, you know. <laughs> you speak a different language. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> Just like uh, up here in Canada, we have our French and Quebec that speak different language. So, you know, it's interesting to find uh, where people come from and the languages they speak, why they actually travel. Like in this case, you came from Wales. To United States, and can you sort of maybe tell us why you did that? Yeah, so I, I mean, I left home really early. I left home sixteen. I, I did a little stint in the Royal Navy. Um, came out. I was kind of a traveler at heart. I just wanted to do it differently. Uh, came to the U.S. and uh, mostly for soccer. Um, and then I got into real estate and uh, really just enjoyed it. And that's what brought me down to North Carolina in 2009 after we had a big reset in, in, in 08, a lot of opportunity in, in 09. And that's kind of the beginning of the story of what we'll get into today, the Carolina experience. I mean, I was really into kind of residential work and then things started to really change in 2016. So, but uh, I just loved kind of the different places I've been in the U.S. too, all the way from New Hampshire, all the way down to North Carolina, just such it's such a big place, right? Compared to, you know, the UK. I mean, you know, it's, it's, we drive 20 minutes in the UK and it's like going on holiday, you know, here we do that just to go get like a, a different type of, you know, milk or something, you know. <laughs> uh, knowing that uh, driving across, uh, well, even just going from London to Paris, mm. you know, have uh breakfast in London and have a later lunch in Paris. 
can't do that here in North America. It's like you, you can maybe get to another state, but not likely in the same amount of time. So, yeah, United States is big. So is Canada. Now, what we're really here focused about, and which I'm really excited in it to learn about, is the Carolina experience and what it offers to travelers. Yeah, so the Carolina experience is essentially a collection of branded properties. And what I mean by that is, so we saw a gap in the market where there are these kind of unique towns throughout the Carolinas that, you know, you couldn't find a really nice hotel. Uh, You had the options of like kind of a flag hotel that maybe wasn't great or a kind of mom and pop Airbnb, which you didn't really know what you were going to get. So we said, well, we're going to go find these really cool locations. Uh, We're going to make these unique kind of properties, whether it's a restoration of an old Main Street building or we're going to develop something new. And we're going to build the, you know, consistency factor. So the bedding's the same, the linen's the same, the TV. So you have that kind of expectation of wherever you go, you're going to have that brand, whether it's in one of our mountain condos, one of our beachfront properties, or right now, as we're bringing on our glamping pods and our glass tree houses, whatever it is, it'll just be something unique, different out there. And and again, it's it's the ability to have that kind of, you know, comfort knowing that it's going to be a high standard, but you don't have to go stay in the big locations. It also brings uh, tourist dollars to those smaller towns that could use the influx of, of some capital there. Um, mm. And I think a lot of times people just drive through those little towns and don't stop where missing out on opportunities. So from what I understand with your properties in these smaller towns, it's going to drive people there. And it's going to give them a good experience. And again, like you said, if you're keeping it the same, it's all about the branding. So when people are staying with your, in any one of your properties, as they walk in, they can tell just by looking at the decor mm-hmm. and they'll get the same experience. Can you tell our listeners some of the locations that you have, what type of properties you have? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I would say what probably our flag flagship location is a place called Blowing Rock. Um, it's beautiful little, I, I call it like a Hallmark mountain town, right? It's one of those Christmas Hallmark movie towns up in the mountains. It's it's just such a picturesque prop, you know, area. We our property is right on Main Street, so you park your car, you do not have to move it again. You can walk to all the shops, all the restaurants, all the hiking trails. But, you know, in the winter, the skiing, you know, in the fall, there's all the foliage. In the summer, you're getting away from the heat. So we get a lot of people from Florida coming up. So it's just got everything. And it's such a great little town. And, you know, we were fortunate to get a great location right on Main Street. We built six units. We're actually building 14 more units directly behind it right now. Uh, So we're adding some more properties there. You know, the vision of the Carolina experience was really to create this kind of mountain to coast experience, right? Like if, if you know, you're from Toronto, right? If you said to me, hey, Steve, I want to feel and I want to see what the the Carolinas is. I could say, well, you know, come with us and we're going to we're going to paint you a picture. We're going to take you there and we're going to show you what that is. So we've tried to kind of find these, you know, towns and places and these experiences that you can go and see that and do it. So Coming kind of south and and east of Blown Rock, we were in a place called Perlia, um, and we're building our glamping pods and our glass tree houses right now. 
So they're going to come online in June, July time. So they're really exciting. So it's more of a kind of camping experience, more of the adventurer. Um, they're pretty cool. We got some some renderings on the website. So they're they're exciting. You come a little bit more east. We're in a in a town called Elkin. And that is in the Yadkin Valley, which in North Carolina, that is the uh, wine county. And and starting to make some really good inroads with the wine industry there. I mean, long, long time ago, California Napa went into wine. You know, North Carolina went into tobacco, right? They went into growing different things. And now those kind of fields, people are starting to look into more of the wine industry. A lot of unfortunate events in California with floods and fires. North Carolina has a lot more stability. So there, it's... It's uh, the wine industry is really changing. And we found this building from the 1800s. It was the first building on Main Street. We converted an old bank and we built these kind of 14, you know, exposed brick, old wood beams. And uh, yes. And then from there, we, we're in a place called we go kind of back into the kind of the plains, into the flatline, flatlands, um, Southern Pines. Uh, next to a place that you may have heard of called Pinehurst. Uh, there's a little bit of golfing that goes on there. So it's the neighboring town, again, cute little village, you know, railways come through it, lots of shops, restaurants. We get a lot of golfers that want to come there, bring their family. And then we're getting into more of the coastal areas. You know, we're in a place called um, Edenton, which uh, has a lot of historical elements for North Carolina, but a lot of my, my old people too, I think they fought there. They had a little bit of a fight in the, in the Aldenbury Sound at some point. So again, small, we kind of like these really kind of cool little small towns. We don't want to be in the big, big areas. We want these small, have a little bit of different um, feel to them. And then we're, we're, we have a property on Carolina beach. It's more of like a big, and, and the, the beach is a little hard to break into because there's so much hotels and single family homes that, you know, they're really hard to tackle and get into, you know, we, we've found a lot more success in the mountains, the flatlands and kind of the, kind of more of the river towns, you know? I think you found something that was missed and now you turn it into an opportunity mm -hmm. and people nowadays, I know when I talk to people that are looking to travel or looking for more for experiences and trying to get away from the hustle and bustle of where the large crowds are. So if you're offering services in a small town, shops and restaurants and places to see, and like you said, trains going through the town, uh, these, these are, you know, some of them have great history. Uh, they've been around for hundreds of years, and it's a place for families to get out and especially young families to sort of show their kids, you know, if they're stuck in a, a city and they want to get out, small town opportunity in the mountains, you know, ventures. Mm -hmm. And I think people now are looking for that. You know, we spent uh, several years sort of like locked down and people are wanting to get out and and like you say, glamping is there. The uh, tree housing would be a great idea for, I think I would be even interested in that too. So, <laughs> But again, so I have a question, just I'll throw it out there. So say someone's looking for an experience, say they want to do, oh, say maybe in, they're going away for two weeks, just say two weeks. They could spend one week in a mountain accommodation and then have another week, maybe in a small town or on the sea. Yeah. So, so we're building out, I, I kind of put our packages into free, pa uh, free packages. So we have three types of travelers, one being our um, destination traveler. And that's kind of really simple. That's just your, you know, your family, they go to a location and that's their destination for that purpose. 
And the two that really excite me is one is our uh, adventure package. So that is like you say, you say, hey, I want to go and explore the, the the Carolinas. So we may say, okay, great, you know, come spend two nights in Blown Rock, spend the night in a glamping pod, spend the night in a treehouse, go do some wine tasting, go do some white water rafting, you know, and we, we you know go play some golf and then end up sunbathing at the beach, right? And we build this package throughout the Carolinas. And then, you know, the last one um, that I'm really excited about building too is this enterprise package. And that's really for this digital nomad that as people are starting to, you know, having to go back to work, right? As the as the employers start saying, oh, you need to come back. And as talent starts saying, well, whoa, I kind of like this lifestyle. You know, I'm hoping that maybe we could be kind of a bridge in the middle where we could go to 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 these large companies and say, hold on. Maybe we could help you and say you buy a subscription to the Carolina Experience and you can offer that to your employees as work from anywhere locations. So that way, you know, if I'm employed by somebody, I could have X amount of nights per year. I could take my family. I could stay in Blown Rock. I could work and then I could go live and I could go play. And I'm not doing it from home, but I'm working away from the office. So that kind of the three real categories of where I like to see or where what the clientele that we're really going after. I can say that you've hit the nail on the head there um, because, again, I know just speaking through my podcast, and I do four different ones, talking to people, their idea is to be able to work from anywhere. Um, they become accustomed to it. And there are there were before the pandemic, there were those um, nomads, the digital nomads out there, and they sort of broke the ground for what we never thought would happen, and that would be a call from the boss to say, you got to stay at home. We can't have people in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people have taken up, either moved to their cottage while they were working. I know of people that have actually left the province. Um, it's here in Canada mm-hmm. uh, because they were looking for a quieter space, do their work a bigger place. Because... I don't know what it's like down there for real estate, but I know up here in a big city, mm-hmm. it's just going through the roof and people are looking at bigger space for less money. So they have to move further out of the city and they figure I can do that now because I don't have to drive to work. Yep. So the thing I like about what you're offering is you're offering three different types of packages. So there are those who say, you know, like, I just want to get somewhere. I want to stay here. This is our home base. We're going to do everything here and just visit the area. That's been like that for years. But then that last package you're offering, I think, is very unique. The fact that working with employers and giving them an opportunity to say, look, your employee, it's not that you don't want them working from home, but if you want them working for a different place, there's an opportunity for you. We can work. And at the same time, we can work together so that when it's time for them to take a family vacation or a couple of vacations or a single person, whatever it is, we you bought into this and we can provide that to the employees, which would be a great benefit and and probably attract a lot of employees to employers who mm-hmm. seem to be losing employees because nobody wants to work anymore. It's like, don't call me back to the office. I don't want to go. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about are we just talking North Carolina? Or are we talking all the Carolinas? Like um your type of properties, are they both in North and South Carolina? So currently just North Carolina. Um, the vision is the whole, you know, North and South Carolina. That's why we called it the Carolina experience. There could be bigger visions. Um, but yeah, right now, you know, just focusing on North Carolina. And that's, you know, 
we really do have everything here. I mean, today I'm sitting, it's Charlotte, it's 50 free and raining and drizzling. Friday, it's going to be 80 free and sunny, you know, and it's the middle of March. Um, I can go to the, I've been in July, I've been at the beach uh, on on a Friday and it's been 85 and sunny. I've gone up to the mountains and it's been 62 and, and cloudy. So you really can, you know, that's just from a temperature standpoint, right? And then, so you really can get everything in a pretty close range, right? Like, where I am in Charlotte, I can get to Elkin, our property, in an hour and 15 minutes. So like you were saying earlier, you know, people in the cities, they want to get away. I don't want to pack my family up in a plane, fly to Spain, you know, time different. I was gonna t- it's, it, that's that's a lot of work, right? Throwing them in the car, an hour and 15 minutes, everyone can be, you know, just getting antsy by the time we're getting out of the car. So I like that that kind of, and I do believe a lot of people are going to start traveling by car a lot more and liking to do multiple trips versus just one big trip, you know. But um, yeah, as far as, the, you know, North Carolina, I just think we have a lot to offer here. I also think when you look at the trends of migration to the Southeast, I think a lot of people are moving here. You go on to the major, you know, uh, moving companies' websites, you see the one-way traffic to the Southeast. There's a lot of people moving here. So they're going to want to go travel to places. Um, Like you say, that all has a macro effect. As the cities become more expensive, people are moving out. They're going to want to go different types of adventures and do different types of stays, you know? And, and, and just to kind of go back to your, your point you were saying there, Randall, just in terms of the employer, I think, you know, it's a, it's a different kind of workforce now, right? The majority of the workforce is millennial. I mean, that is the majority of the workforce and work engagement is everything. And I think we've said we, it doesn't have to be nine to five in the office to get engagement. You know, engagement for me, I'm a lot happier if I have a great view of looking out and into the woods and get my headspace and I can actually think and breathe versus being forced to get my head down in a computer. And I think that we can really find a way to help, you know, employees get their, you know, engagement up in, in the workforce too. I just wanted to make that point before we moved on. Well, that's a good point because again, uh, they are, our future. I know just, I do have uh, young nephews and stuff and I know what they're looking for. They're mid twenties, what they're looking for when it comes to work. Exactly. Like you said, it's just, you know, they don't want to be stuck in a tall office tower in a cubicle working nine to five. They want flexibility. They want to be able to, as long as they do their work, do it in their time, not necessarily by a clock, the employer sets as long as they put in the time and get the work done. And I think that's kudos because, again, we're we're working towards work-life balance, something mm-hmm. we're all interested in. Uh, for the longest time, it was even I can speak from experience, chasing that corporate dream, climbing the corporate ladder, spending too much time focusing on work and not family, getting to where you think you can get to the top, and then you fall off, mm-hmm. and then you got to start it all over again. Well, these young people are saying, look. I want to spend, I want to be able to work, but I want to work under my rules, not the employer's rules. They might have some in there, but I'll do the work for you, but under my, let's work together rather than you set the, the rules. That's that's one of the things too. We ensure that all our properties have high-speed internet. We also have dedicated rooms to do Zoom calls, but also there is a lot of workers that are, you know, contract-based workers or Upwork workers or work in web-free that, you know, they they just are doing contract work and Zoom work. So that's one of the things, too, we make sure even even up in the tree houses, there's, you know, Wi-Fi getting plugged in so people can work from literally anywhere. 
Now, do you have a favorite location out of your properties? Um, you know, like I say, Blown Rock was my flagship. Um, I, I literally put some blood and sweat and tears into that one. I mean, I was chiseling hinges and, and getting things done on that one. Uh, that was that was when I look back, that will be the one that I really, really got it off the ground. You know, I, I'm really becoming a fan of the tree houses and the glamping pods. I've gone up there a few times, just gone for a walk. It's just refreshing. You know, it's different. It's refreshing. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'd still, I'd still lean with Blown Rock, but I, I could be convinced otherwise. We'll see. Ask me in twelve months. <laughs> I'd have to do that. Now I'm going to put a lot of information in our show notes so that people know where to find you and your your um, Caroline experience. But before we wrap the show up today, I'm going to leave uh, some time for you to let our listeners know if there's anything that you feel that they should know about your properties or the future of your company, um, where you see yourself going maybe five years from now? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a that's a good question. Uh, I mean, first of all, to find us, we are, our website is thecarolinaexperience.com. Um, at our website, you can see all our properties, you can meet the team. One of the things that we really focus on is sustainability. So our building practices are all sustainable practice, lead for, um, also our operations, we are a net zero company. So we have signed the Glasgow Declaration. We have solar on our roofs. Um, we have clean air, clean water filtration. So that's a big part of our mission. A lot of our guests appreciate that, you know, with our mission. You know, where are we going? I mean, we, I, I think right now is we really want to make, we want to become the premium provider of stays in the Carolinas. That's goal one. And then you know, the South, national, and, and maybe beyond, right? So I, I think that what's what's really interesting is 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 America, even just North Carolina or the Carolinas, is is huge. It's just so many incredible places. I mean, I have been to a lot of places and there's 50 places in the Carolinas I haven't been that I could go find this incredible place tomorrow. And I think one of the things that really sets us apart is that we don't really, we do care about the location. We care more about the location within the location. So we want to be right on Main Street. We want to be right on the corner of Main and Main. We want to be right in that hub of where everything happens. So, you know, that's our focus versus being on the outskirts of a really big city like Asheville. I'm not interested in that. I want to be the centerpiece where all the business, where all the restaurants are, even if they are smaller businesses, but what's incredible is they become part of your offering. Yeah. You know, like everybody wants to become part of the offering because we, we're, we're all in one ecosystem together, right? And that's why I called it the Carolina experience because it's not just the Carolina stays or the Carolina sleeps. It's an experience. And, you know, I think we're just really excited. Um, you know, we're, we're one year old, uh, maybe 16 months of this. So we're excited to see how this and, and where this goes. Well, I'm definitely going to follow your journey and wish you the best and going to ensure that our listeners have an opportunity to reach out to you guys. And, you know, again, it is about an experience. It's not just, you know, driving somewhere and, you know, get certain time to go to bed and get up in the morning, and go somewhere. This is actually going into some of these smaller communities, less traveled, not that busy you get lots of experiences. And like I said, I'd rather have a whole house full of experiences than a house full of stuff I'm not going to use. So 
<laughs> I got any experiences. Well, Steve, I want to thank you for coming on today. And we will definitely put all the information in the show notes. And when the podcast is released, those listeners will be able to uh, have that information and reach out to you. And, you know, 16 months in, I wish you the best, all the success. And maybe in 20, 30 years, we'll be talking about your expansion internationally, maybe. But like you say, customer experience, doing it right now, building on what you've already done. And then rather than just saying, okay, it's there, let's go on and do something else. You got you to gotta make sure that it's there and it's working mm-hmm. and, that, and then take that model and see how far you can take it. Okay. Exactly. Thank you for your time today. Randall, thank you for having me.